You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 193 of Lisa Intro and his favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I am joined by producer, co-host extraordinaire, <laughs> Dakota Davis, and uh, and this guy in a black shirt over here. Today's episode features the three of us talking to you about bills to watch in the Indiana State House, things that are going on down there, and the things that interest us the most. We also have some Henry County news towards the end of the episode. We have a uh, Susan Hoon took a trip up to the state house and decided to talk to a committee hearing about a certain bill that was of interest to her. And then we also have some new police tools that are coming to the city of Newcastle. So make sure you stick around to the end to hear that. The guy in the black shirt is Jesse Riddle. We're glad he's back. I think this is three weeks in a row. We're going to have to, we're going to have to get him an honorary. Were you on here last week? I was on here last week. I don't think I was on here three weeks. It was like, a no, you were on a here week. the week before. Three out of four. Yeah. Three out of four. You were three on here four. the week before. I was on here with you. Oh, whatever. It's been many times. (laughs) Show us about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Make you force you. We're going to do it. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you will always learn something new. Dakota. That's right. We just did a sweet Patreon episode. Yep. Patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. That's where you can go to support the show every month at a monthly donation level. We encourage supporters to go in at $5 or more a month, but you can go in at any level and we'll still give you access to some things. Did you listen last week, Dakota? Jesse said he was signing up. Did you, I know you, you're the one that monitors that. Did we get him? Did he sign up? I didn't get Jesse. Is he in? Jesse Jesse said he was signing up. Signing up for what? Patreon. Patreon. Oh, oh yeah. I suppose sign up for a (laughs) book. Not only do we you make him show doge? up, but he also has to uh, pay. <laughs> pay to be here. I'll give you one doge. Buy our love. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's a 50 cent. No, it's a five cent value right now. Mm-hmm. Roughly. Maybe by the end of the night, it's 10 or 15. We'll never Could know. be six. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I'll t- Maybe yeah. I should. I might up my limit now. Well, I, I might, say, I, I I might set a limit. second sell limit for like 15 <laughs> cents. You think it'll get there? I, uh. No, I, I don't know, but I'm I doubt it. About it. That's why I it's bought Boss go more. Well, all of this was in the Patreon episode. Yeah, you it's, should it's join. Spilling over, you should definitely yeah. join the Patreon and see what. Uh, well, this is you can the Patreon. Get your stock tips. Also, so. see what this beer is about. <laughs> oh, yeah, pickled, pickled back beer. It's a, it's yeah, it's very a very weird. It's it a is pickle. Dakota's favorite thing. Is a pickleback. So that's, that's they made yeah. it a beer fan. A beer version. So I like I like breakfast shots. You ever done one of those? Yes, those things are delicious. Anyway, sorry. Uh, we're going to Nashville in a couple of weeks and I'm getting Jesse won't come. Jesse, Jesse refuses. Correct. He refuses to participate. Uh, I'm not leaving until Friday afternoon. So you can leave with me. You can drive down there with me. I'm just not going to go. Okay. <laughs> eh, fair enough. Watch out for RVs. That's all I can say. Oof. Too soon. Not really. That's not even in the news anymore. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> Anyway, we we okay. We have people to thank. If you join <laughs> Patreon at uh, fifty dollars or more a month, then you get a shout out at the front of every episode. Those folks 
uh, the three greatest folks in the world right now are Mr. Chris Lamb, good friend of the show, Miss Christy Avery from all the way in Fort Wayne, and then Mr. Jonathan Phillips, our favorite car dealer, Andy Moore Buke, GMC, you tell him, Boss Hog Liberty saying. Uh, we also have a good friend, Anthony Meyer of the show, another Patreon member who is, uh, he has a GoFundMe set up right now and, uh, uh, we'll see if Jeremiah can post links um, to all these things like the producers usually do. Uh, Anthony has a GoFundMe setup. He's a long-haul trucker. He drives his truck all across the country to make sure that goods still get delivered to stores in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. And he is trying to take his trucking independent. He's trying to go out on his own. He needs to raise the money to do that. So we are Anthony has helped us out a lot on the show, and we want to try to help him out as well. We also have T-Chip stores, tchip.com slash bho one two three four or bho mug. That is where you can get your merchandise. We have masks at bho four. Um, Jeremiah placed a huge order <laughs> this week. I did. I can't wait till my merchandise comes in. <clears throat> so, uh, and then you know, also join the Patreon to see what our real thoughts are about T-Chip. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll just plug that there for a minute. I was sidetracked. I was like, I need to make this easier for you guys. The the whole BHOL one, two, three, four thing is very confusing. It's BHOL one, BHOL two. Oh, I got it. BHOL three. But what if you BHOL just had one link? Uh, because there's a, if you go, I don't know. I'm just saying. It's I don't Dakota, know that Dakota in this complicated life. It is <laughs> what it is. It is. I don't it is. think that if we had more than if we had more than one link, we probably okay. would have a lot. Here's more the sales. problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Yep. Sometimes it's better like, to have. I'm, I'm talking about three years ago. Yep. There, there was uh, we had an old logo. Yep. That I made. Yeah, I remember on the computer. Uh, but I made it with made clip it with art a dot matrix sure. printer. I took I took clip art. I found a clip art of microphone. a microphone. Found a clip art of the Libertarian Eagle, the Freedom Chicken. I yep. put it on that. I have I found, a feeling this show is not going to go anywhere that it's supposed to go tonight. Yeah, so I'm giving not. up notes. I found clip art of headphones and put them around it. And then I found clip art of a banner and put the name of the show in it. And we started <laughs> actually freestyling now. <laughs> We started a Redbubble <laughs> storefront. Gotcha. Redbubble.com. And it was going good. You could add all the different merch you wanted, and it looked almost kind of like it was your own custom website. Sure. It was very customizable. It was great. It was like the MySpace of merchandise. <laughs> and and then uh, Facebook bought it, and it went away. No. And then they were like, hey, you didn't create this microphone. This is clip art. It's copyrighted. Ouch. So we got banned. From oh, Redbubble. We got thrown out of the Redbubble. Yeah. So, then uh, we which is kind of BS because we bought the base item. We bought yeah, the yeah, base yeah. logo. Oh, oh yeah. We that paid was money for that. I purchased the microphone. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I found One it. One of us did. Yeah. Right. Someone did. I don't remember. But, three you, years but ago. you probably didn't have like license to use it for apparently for resale. For money making, I guess. Apparently. That sucks, man. That happens. <laughs> it was a, so then we went to Teespring and Teespring just kind of sucked. Yeah. It just wasn't that great. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk after the air. We can go on. I just was like, man, that sucks that you have to go through that whole B-hole thing every single time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So B-hole one, B-hole two. Getting stolen from. A lot of B-holes. Getting stolen from. 
<laughs> All right, let's roll into the uh, roll into the show. A lot of this is going to be covering the Indiana General Assembly, things that are going on down there. What's caught my eye? What's caught Dakota's eye? And and Jesse's here just to just to provide the anarchist perspective. Whenever sure. something goes terribly wrong, he'll let us know why government shouldn't be involved at all. This section's called Bills to Watch, and we ain't talking Crosby. <laughs> so <laughs> or Cosby, keep or whatever an eye on your drinks, Cosby. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Kreider, former show guest. Mike uh, is the state senator from you know, Hancock County. Yep, uh, and. All the other ones that had the bill numbers, but uh, whenever I was right, this I've, I saw a long time ago. I don't have any updates where it is right now, and I can't even remember the bill number. To be I'm honest efforting. with you, I'll try to fill in the. Uh, <clears throat> it fill, just came fill in the blanks for you. It was just uh, on the top of my head whenever I was writing the notes. I know that it's like Senate Bill One Ninety Nine or something like that. I think. Um, anyway, it is, it is Bill One Ninety Nine. Uh, Mike Mike Kreider, Greenfield. This is a Mike Young bill, Hancock County. Uh, he has, I, I know specifically that Mike Kreider authored a bill Maybe because I was like, co-signed. oh, Mike, Mike Kreider. Yeah. He might've been a co-author or a sponsor. Um, I think he was a co-author actually. <clears throat> anyway, Cont- continue on. I'll fill in the details in a second. Mike it has at least sponsored a bill that creates harsher penalties to those that are convicted of rioting. Uh, this was spurred on because of like uh, the Black Lives Matter, George Floyd protests that happened in, when was that, May, June of 2020? Summer 2020. Yeah, summer of 2020. Summer to remember. Our summer of love. Um, and it would keep the people who are convicted of these crimes of rioting from holding government jobs. So you you could never work for the state or for local county governments. And you also could not receive state benefits. So if you if you got convicted of rioting, you did your time, then you couldn't get back. You couldn't use the state funds to get back on your feet again. Um, is is odd because like I feel like like rioting is already a crime. It's kind of like um, well, we already have crimes that we already have. It's like hate crime of this legislation. It's the same. Yeah, it's, it's the same story similar, of. Yeah. Of murder's illegal, but it's even more illegal if you if you kill somebody that in was hate. that was that was in hate because it was based so if on you riot but riot and hate the orientation you're going to get the book thrown at you yeah that would not which be they, a good I look. feel like all the riots are in hate but all right yeah so the question is uh, is this the right course of action yeah do you think that there needs to be higher penalties for those that are convicted of of rioting Jeremiah. If there aren't, I'm still trying to figure out this. What it's Bill State Bill 34? About. Oh, it's, it's Senate 34? Bill 34. Is, I okay. think so. uh, 199 is is the one I found. Which Good morning is, which to is, anyone except the authors of SB 34, which will not go before the committee of a hearing. Blah blah blah. Unlawful assembly. There we go. All right. And it was uh, it's, Senator it's, James Thomas, Tomes, and Mike uh, and Mike Kreider. Unlawful the assembly co-author. provides that a person convicted of rioting is not eligible for employment by a state government or to receive certain state and local benefits. Removes immunity from the Indiana Tort Claims Act for failure to enforce a law if failure to enforce a law occurs in connection with unlawful assembly and constitutes gross negligence. Allows for the civil forfeiture of property that is used by a person to finance uh, a crime. That's part of it, yeah. Uh, by a person who is a member of the unlawful assembly. Can you repeat that part? So they can just take your shit. If, if you, you were in the mob. If you drove people... To the protest that turns into a riot, then they could take your allows car. for civil gotcha. forfeiture of property that is used by a person to finance a crime committed by a person who is a member of the unlawful assembly. 
Boy, that is a slippery slope right yeah. there. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's exactly like hate crime, hate crime bills. Prohibits a person from being released on bail without a hearing in open court. Establishes rebuttable presumption that bail, it's a bunch of stuff dealing with bail and then noting what kind of enhanced criminal penalties there could be for rioting, obstruction of traffic, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, adds a sentence enhancement to battery. So it does a bunch to stiffen and thicken this up. I, my, yeah, rioting's bad. They, I don't think that anybody got prosecuted or very few folks got prosecuted last summer anyway. So this is a feel good bill to me. I think, Uh, I mean, there are definitely people I think that got felonies especially in Indianapolis. Oh yeah. I know there were somebody there, that there, has yeah. a handful, but it wasn't widespread. Um, I don't know that the penalty should be any stronger. And I definitely don't know that I would be in I favor of this civil asset. I don't like thing. this bill. Well, I don't like yeah, this bill. At it's, all. It, but it's too, it's, we already have laws to protect from everything that you could go wrong with writing. So why are you trying to amplify it? Like it's, it's really it's it's no it's not shocking that it's a Republican bill. So at this point, this bill <laughs> I don't is, know. It kind of is uh, because in the, that would that apply to all the folks Deep that, down Dakota still has some Republican right. Republican love in them. I the know. I think it no I think it's kind of a a, a little bit surprising because uh, the most recent riots in this country were well, Republicans. Sure. So that's the fringe and even them like even a lot, some republicans are against that too right so, so we know we know yeah, mike though, he's from a law enforcement background right yeah. so he's he's by nature going to be be in favor or this is this is in his wheelhouse right from from his background he has in in um what was he for greenfield and or hancock county conservation officer <laughs> all right <laughs> I love your dismissive tone riddle well because they have so much power it's just hilarious but anyway. conservation officers have some can argue more authority than police officers. I think they're strong. They're the only person that can, are they the only people that can like arrest the sheriff? That's the coroner. That's uh, the, that's the coroner. No, the uh, conservation officer is the only one that can execute a goose on without a trial. <laughs> just completely <laughs> kill a goose. From the Newcastle Turkey had no hopes. If the conservation that's officer right. showed up, I forgot. Just about certain death. Turkey. Have you certain ever watched death. Northwoods law? No, it's a really good show. But uh, so historically though, I'm just saying like, it's not surprising to me. This is like, uh, being pushed from, especially from people like Mike Kreider. Like it's, they are, it's just a power grab for them to kind of bully and punish the people that they just don't like, they don't like on a different level. I think the problem with me is like the definition of rioting is way too vague. It's just like the slippery slope that you get into what constitutes hate speech? Well, that's why, again, they couldn't say like, like that was the problem during quote unquote summer of love, I guess is <laughs> I say that because it you're saying this were is you a, getting a lot of loving. Cause most everybody else was just stuck at home with their mask on. No, it, it, not. The, the joke there is that the mayor of Portland, whenever there was, whenever Chaz broke out, the mayor of Portland gave a speech and he, he said, uh, this is our summer of love. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, a guy was trying to film Chaz and got shot. <laughs> yeah but i think that um I, dakota's bill numbers are am i off absolutely murdering me over here i'm trying to keep up and he says bill 1227 and it's a mike karakoff bill dealing with 50 dollar increased payments this one came this one came from um an indie star article so that's their fault the next two came from indie star articles the um 
but yeah, again, I, it's I'm going to click on the bill and try to carry my way through. It's the same thing, I guess. Like I see it, we already have laws that protect people from these. Things. Oh, this we is don't a need more laws. This is a 2020 bill. Oh, it was. Yeah. Hmm. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done this before. So a year ago, yeah. this was a thing. What was, oh, no, that was, uh, this is dealing with electric vehicles. Uh, that was Juice's podcast that we dealt with something that happened a year ago. <laughs> That's odd because the title of the article said 2021. Because Where is the as article? Was, the Indie Star because, article. Uh, let me see maybe, if it's still maybe my maybe Google history. Deep, put, deep fake put, problem indie star, put IndieStar.com and then uh, put electric vehicles. And, it, and then do a minus and don't put blue Indie because of that shit storm. <laughs> maybe it was a WFYI. <laughs> I love that he links. I made a bunch of links. I added it. I added it and cleaned it up as we get further in the show. Dakota was probably in the Porta John at work today and put this together, which is an amazing. I was sitting in my truck. <laughs> an amazing, I like my story better. Cause he's like, Hey, you got those show notes. And he's like, thumbs up, dude. Got it. Yeah, I got it. No problem <laughs> at all. Just grab some but, shit. No, nobody's going to fact check what, me. What makes this, what makes this even more funny it. is that, I was sitting here writing this one and I was like, and that sounds like I'm, I was like, I'm pretty sure that we've already talked about them adding attacks <laughs> on. It's EVs. a very common thing. I've seen this. This has happened many, many times. I was like, I, I feel like we've talked about that before. Yeah. So then I went back to the article and made sure that it said 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, they're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the hits over here with Dakota. Are you a your active viewer? Because if your account is tanking, it's like Dogecoin. It's I can't just- even look. I'm just trying to find the article, something to make this make sense, and pull it back in and say, "No, you're not crazy, Dakota. Here you go." It, I'm desperately trying. It definitely wasn't Indie Star. Either way, they should uh, not be. There are two bills vehicles. dealing with let electric find, vehicles. Let me go through. Eleven sixty eight is uh, dealing with advanced technology in cars. And eleven uh, thirteen eighty five is dealing with uh, pilot programs of I don't even know. So who knows? All right. Well, we who just knows? opened up solid thirty minutes to fill. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're doing great. I got I've, I have full confidence in what we're doing, where we're going, what's going to happen. Uh, but man, it that is. was funny. Uh, oh. It's from the Indianapolis Recorder, twenty twenty one legislative session. What bills to know and what to watch. Ew. Okay, and, we, and do they have a phone it is, number? And, we call them live. And, and it is. Guys. I'm looking for the author's name. His name written by Tyler Finwick. Let's get Tyler on the line. In January of 2021, <clears throat> and I'll try to find him on Facebook. Find somebody. You're wrong. <laughs> We're now just going to troll the Indianapolis Recorder, the <laughs> second newspaper. Uh, we're on a live podcast, and uh, <laughs> you're feeding us bullcrap. Well, very there's upset. another good thing that we can fill our time with here, and that would be um, the redistricting happens this year. So they're going to call a special session for uh, redistricting whenever they get their census statistics back. This is but quite true. They think that that is going to be delayed. They usually get those in March, but they're pretty sure that that's going to be pushed off to the summertime, right? I did have a conversation with our friend Abdul Hakim Shabazz. And when I say our friend, I say I mean my friend because I don't know if Dakota's ever actually talked to Abdul. But, I met but my Abdul close personal at the friend, 2016 Abdul. Republican Senate debate. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, it wasn't 2018. It was 2018. I'm 18. Yeah, it was 18. Yeah, it was three years ago. 
I met Abdul and I made him give me some hot sauce from behind the counter. <laughs> you made him work. Yeah, I did. You made him work. And so, I didn't say anything else to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks, dude. Anyway, um, yeah, so I did talk to Abdul and what's going to happen is that they're going to, the census is running late. It's not going to come out till April. The General Assembly should have finished redrawing the maps this cycle, uh, but they're going to call them back in. And in the summer, they will, that once they actually get the them. numbers. They're uh, going to call a special session for this, but they wouldn't call a special session whenever the governor was egregiously overstepping his bounds. So the last time when Dakota was in diapers and we redistricted. Uh, what year was it? 10 years ago. You was in diapers. He was a, a 23. You're 13, probably. Not quite shaving yet. <clears throat> I was, I'm not 23. Well, this actually <laughs> happened. The last time Anyways. they redistricted, we're running behind already on sure. this. So it was 2009 and 2010. I was driving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so Dakota was 11. And <laughs> he's, he's hung up on this. He's very worked up. So anyways, so we're behind. The, yeah, we're running behind anyway. But the, it was there were some proposed maps that came out. There right. was public debate. Things happened. Yeah, gerrymandering. Now much. what's going to happen? Because they do this behind, you know, they're, they're behind the eight ball as it is. Yep. The people that get to make the decision are going to make the decision. Right. Who and does? Who makes the decision? The House and the Senate okay. draw the maps. The and that's the supermajorities of the Republicans. Are they cartographers? The no. They, but they'll, <laughs> what they what they do is playing. they say, well, let's see. Uh, Mike Kreider lives in Hancock County. So we're going to make sure we protect Mike Kreider's seat. And right. the, you know, this no, guy I, lives. That's in why I said gerrymandering's a bitch. They're, they're going to draw it exactly the way the way they want to, and it's going to be successful for those that are so, that are in power. So I have a question for you. And they're going to make sure that they're safe seats so that they don't have to run as hard and they don't get competition. My ignorance is how do other states do this and why is it every state this messed up or is it Indiana's explicitly one I, of the few that have this problem? Iowa does it through a nonpartisan commission. Okay. So they use a computer and it spits out reasonable districts. Yeah, because it seems like something job. AI could almost solve for you. And that's what they do over there. As long as it's 10 years ago, Todd Rakita, who's now our Indiana secretary, uh, Indiana attorney general, yep. he spent some time running for governor, spent some time running for uh, Senate, and he was a congressman there for a while, too. Uh, but he was secretary of state 10 years ago. Sure. Great secretary of state. He had the whole re- rethinking redistricting plan, came out, and... And he said, hey, in every state Senate seat, we're going to have two state house seats. They're going to make sense. They're going to be communities of interest. They're not going to be these squiggly lines. It's actually going to be appropriate. That was that was the plan he had. The state legislature said the hell with it. Yeah. The first draft of the, of the Senate districts that came out for our area, we were going from Henry County yep. all the way to Irvington following US 40. All the way to Irvington? All the way to Irvington was going to be the same state Senate seat. So the people in Irvington were going to be represented by this, the same state yeah, that senator that represented here. Yeah, no, thank you. Right. So you, <laughs> that's that's what was going to happen. I know those people. I like them, but no, thank you. Because <laughs> Henry County and our, have like our concerns about Halloween wind energy thing. and solar energy and CAFOs are exactly the same thing as Irvington and what there were in their crime issues, right? Right. Same well, thing. The same state senator their Halloween handle both of them. Festival. Their, the Halloween festival, rebuilding Black Acre, all of the stuff over there that has right. to happen. Irvington, for our international listeners, is a very lovely, tiny little hamlet on the east side of Indianapolis inside the Beltway. 
Yep. They were going to follow him all the way out there. It was going to pick up Greenfield. It was going to pick up Jim, all the little snap dots. Jim would screw everybody. Yeah. Every, those Jim <laughs> voters are very unpredictable. Uh, <laughs> so I think they're literally all renters. It's <laughs> like the Jim Hotel, and there's everyone renting. <laughs> it's like communism in practice. So, <clears throat> so it, but that was what happened is they got publicly shamed. Ten years ago, those maps came out, and everybody was like, what? hell no this does not work so they went back and they made the maps better i think what's going to happen this time is you're not going to get the public shaming opportunity and they're just going to do whatever the hell they want to do sure and they're going to come in for one day to rubber stamp it vote on it they're not going to bring them back a second day to redraw them remap them whatever they're going to do it and it's going to happen this is what super majorities look like correct yeah that's that's my expectation now i always set really low expectations for the government and then hope that they can just jump over that bar right yeah, I just I was curious how other states do it because there's a lot of states that are just have have screwed like, up. As well, us, I was gonna say we need like you would need to look at a sister state, something that's very reputable to Indiana, Iowa. As Iowa's pretty close. I guess. It's an I state, very agriculturally based, <laughs> mostly agriculturally based. I don't think Des Moines even cracking the like top twenty five in cities, but whatever. Uh, Patreon member, Patreon member Chris Bilbrey is uh, sharing with us a. Senate Mike Bill Gaskell, number 179. Henry County's Northern Senator uh, has introduced a bill uh, saying that Henry, that commissioners should be uh, basically put into your districts. So if you're the middle district commissioner, you get voted on by the middle district people instead of everybody in the County voting on all the commissioners. I've never really understood why they don't do that. Why are you, why do you even have a district at that point? Because you, it geographically balances a community. Yeah, it's so that you to. have somebody because they, these are the guys that decide or guys or gals. Mike Gaskell's wife is actually a county commissioner in Madison County. Uh, so he has, I'm sure uh, she's see if both I, Mike and Kelly have been here. I, and I am voting show. on they, a commissioner. They have to knowledge represent. of what a commissioner does. I am. I have a commissioner that is supposed to represent my <clears throat> bottom third of the county. Yes. <clears throat> it's that pickle beer. Um <laughs> And your body is rejecting but it. My vote is weighted against someone who lives in Middletown, who's represented by the commissioner in the northern part of the county. It doesn't really make sense. Well, me. you get to vote for them too, right? You, so, yeah, you vote, yeah, you you vote for all three commissioners. I, just, I, I think the I really, problem. They're at large. Basically, it, it, they're, they're, they're elected at large. At large so 50,000 people in Henry County decide who our commissioners are. But what happens is that the, they require that they live in a geographic area. So we don't end up with three commissioners from Newcastle to go. Right. Yeah. That's why I get that. that. That's why that exists. But I don't know. I don't get why the, the or discrepancy. Because you vote everybody. So I think, so here's a, here's a good reason why, right? So, and it's the power of cities, right? Which is kind of why we have, um, to some degree, like why would we vote in the U S the way we vote, but Newcastle would run the whole show for the middle district. Or whatever, yeah. Like they, in theory, they. I mean, they would swing the vote every time. So you would have a. Essentially, you would get a democratic. Um, in Henry Township, a, a good example is Henry Township. Henry <clears throat> Township has two of our four county council seats here. Right. So one is represented by Ken and Gray, and the other one is represented by Chad Malico. Right. Both Republicans. Though, Both Republicans way. now, but those were the two Democrat seats until four years ago and two years ago. Right. But you're you're exactly right. There's a much higher chance that. You'd have a democratic city, that there, seat there. You would end up with a, a seat sitting there. Yeah. Potentially. And it, just based off of the, the size of Newcastle, that's 40,000, almost 50,000 people, I think, 
Or, Newcastle's yeah, Newcastle's about 20, is like twenty five. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the county, the county the has county fifty. The county, the county's fifty. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So half, half of the pop, half of the population yeah. is in Newcastle. Yep. So and like a third of the rest of the half is in Middletown. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all related. I, I think Knightstown <laughs> and Middletown each have a couple thousand. people. So we have like roughly three thousand. They're not that big. I can't wait for Jesse to run for town council in that sense. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. All right. Let's get to House Bill 1134. Dakota <laughs> Screwing Titlement. third parties. Is this the, right, is the, this the right one? Yeah. Yeah, this is the right one. <laughs> this one I got from this Indy is, This one also caused controversy in the show notes because Dakota put all this in here and says, hey, jackass, you didn't listen to your own show last night. We already talked about this. I said and started, that, yeah. yeah. And you started yelling at him. I wasn't yelling. You were yelling. There's freaking, there's updates, important updates to this bill. I was like, we did talk about that last week though. (laughs) Yeah. I knew that you guys did. Good. At least I didn't listen to the show, but I (laughs) I, I I guarantee he didn't listen. (laughs) So anyway, I knew that you were going to bring it up though. I mean, it's, it's slow hanging fruit. You have to. Yeah. So as of last week, the, uh, they were expecting on Thursday of last week for the bill to come for a second reading. In the House of Representatives. First reading is when things get assigned to a committee. The committee passed it out. No amendments on a party line. Nine to four vote. Nine Republicans, four Democrats. They passed it out. It didn't get called up on the House floor last Thursday. And they said, okay, it's going to slip until Monday. Monday of this week, uh, it got called. And Representative Manning, the author, the guy that's carrying the bill, said, nah, the hell with it. Don't worry about it. Over the weekend, what happened is that the tremendous listenership of the Boss Hawker Liberty podcast all emailed their legislators and That's said, crazy. hey, this is crap. This is unfair. And there was a there was a coordinated effort by the Libertarian Party of Indiana, by media. There were star- stories in the Indianapolis Star. Did the Green Party of Indiana WIBC. get involved? I, the Green Party did say that this is crap. I say they, uh, they Tim, make a Facebook Tim post about it. George Wolf <clears throat> testified. Tim should have wrangled those people together. but Tim Tim McGuire, the outgoing chairman of the Libertarian Party, did work. Is he for with, sure outgoing? Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, I believe so. Hmm. Is that official? Though? Abdul's reporting it. Oh. In the cheat sheet, though. No, it was on his show. Oh. You guys don't okay. consume the local media. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> to just give every freaking media outlet money. Just sell some doge, man. Just sell some doge. <laughs> You got to spread it around. You got to support local media. You're not going to make any money off Doge if you keep having this mindset. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, cryptocurrency is designed to be spent. It's not designed to be hoarded, dude. Uh, It's It's supposed to replace. Hoddled. I hold all of them except for Dogecoin. I actually have limit cells on that one, but the other ones I just hold and I just never even look at them. <laughs> I just like that. We diverged off this topic yeah. after we started talking about Tim it, and Abdul. It happens constantly. So this is, this is, I, I ripped up the show notes earlier and I threw I, them away. So I, I got on Tim for wrangling together the other to form a partnership to allies. organize them. Yeah. The, yeah. And basically what happened is that representative Manning and whoever was telling representative Manning to file this bill said, <clears> okay, you know what? It's not worth the fight. The hell with it. We're out because there were two amendments that were filed, one by representative nicely and one by representative Lucas representative Lucas basically said the hell with this signature thing. Let's just get rid of it. And representative nicely trolled everybody and said, okay, we're going to change it from 500 to 498, which is one more than Todd Young mm-hmm. got when he yeah. couldn't get that many in the first district. And then he said, okay, if, if you're going to do this 4,500 thing, then you need to go ahead and give election board seats to the Libertarian Party because now you're expecting them to do what everybody else does. Yep. And that poison pill, they couldn't vote it down. So right. then at that point, they just 
stuck it in a drawer and said, we're not going to, we're done. Yeah. It's like, you guys are in charge. You have control. Making it more legit for us is not in your favor because we will get our signatures eventually. Like, and then that's going to be bad news bears for you. It it would take a long time. Don't get me wrong. Right. Well, it was, it was unfair. The rules were unfair Mm -hmm. and it was obviously retribution for, as for how well rainwater did. Anybody can see that. And as soon as folks actually start talking about it out loud, the signatures had to be party members. No, just registered voters within that district. So in the, our sixth congressional district where the uh, boss hog studios sit 500 people from our congressional district, whether it was in Newcastle, Muncie, Richmond, all sure. the way down to Madison, 500 registered voters would have had to say, yes, I want to see Jesse Riddle's name on the ballot for governor. Right. And we get those and then we file it and you're good. That's what would have happened. Gotcha. So it, uh, it, it basically, uh, when you get to a second reading, any joker can, any one of the hundred representatives can file an amendment. You can only file an amendment when it's in the committee. The first time goes through a second reading, If it passes second reading. It comes back a third time to, to get ratified. And then it switches houses and goes to the Senate, goes through the whole thing again. Right. Uh, but in this case, it, uh, it appears to have died because the guy that was carrying the bill just said, we're done. It's over. <laughs> Henry County news, Dakota. That's right. Another house bill, house bill number 1381. I will. Let me, let me call time out just for a half second. I, I said it's over. Nothing's over until the final gavel in in the General Assembly. You could find a bill to stick language in at the last minute, even in conference committee, and it could still come through. So any of these ideas that we talk about, whether they're in active bills or not, things can always happen later. Yeah. And no one knows about it. Yeah. Um, Susan Hoon. Yeah. Uh, House Bill number 1381 drew the attention of Miss Susan Hoon. And she took a trip up to the Indiana State House to talk about this bill. It deals with um, guidance from the state of Indiana, from the state house, about renewable energy sources. So President Hoon was one of two people that got to testify in front of the Utilities Committee. Uh, Ed Soliday is the uh, the chairman, and he's also the guy carrying this uh, this bill that uh, that they were concerned about. Um, sorry, we're getting a direct message here as we're, as we're talking, uh, Stephen Vitito is watching the show. He needs to know we're on the air, Dakota, <laughs> call him out. That's unacceptable. He can't talk to the two hosts as they're on the air. Send me DMs. We like don't that. have time for that. I have time for that. All right. So, uh, president Hoon basically testified about Senate uh, house bill 1381, 1381. Yep. And this would have said your planning commissions don't decide if you can build solar farms, if you can build wind farms, if you can have a prohibition in a county or what the setbacks are. I think we're down to the point where there is no, based upon the ordinance that are here, you can't build an industrial wind farm in Henry County because there are not sites that are far enough off the road away from residences based upon what's here. Representative Soliday says, hey, there's people in, I watched the testimony. Uh, on this Indiana website, replays available. You can catch it anytime you want to. Uh, and this utility committee that he's the chair of, and he carried the bill. Uh, he said people have come to him, and there have been multiple projects where they've invested millions of dollars coming to Indiana, thinking they're getting something built, and the rug gets ripped out from under these guys. So they're like, "The hell with you, Indiana. We're not investing anymore. We're done. We're leaving the state. We can't get anything done in your communities. You're not worth it to us. Goodbye." So now the state legislature is looking at it saying, well, now we're losing tax revenue. We're being forced by the federal government to get rid of coal. So now we have to go ahead and backfill with, with renewables. 
34 counties, according to uh, Chairman Soliday, have said, no, we're not having it. They've done what Henry County has. And I think what's getting ready to happen is that the same movement that you've seen in Henry County is now going to be rolling up to the state level. So Chairman Soliday is going to get a taste of the organization and the political might that you've seen completely change Henry County government over the last five years. Very likely that you're going to see some of the same challenges and tactics and issues coming for state re- state legislators. It's going to be a controversial bill. It is kind of a load of crap, though. They're literally ripping. They're, they're taking home rule power away. away from counties. Whether, whether you whether you agree or disagree, yeah. What's happening is it's it is definitely a an authority grab by the state. It's an attempt. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. Right now, where where they're at is the bills filed. They started to hear testimony. Because of COVID, everything's COVID related, right? Everything's because of COVID. Because of COVID, this committee only has two hours in their committee room because they, they have a, basically the big Indiana conference room, Indiana right. General Assembly conference room. Because they couldn't hold virtual meetings. They've moved from they've moved from their their actual committee rooms in the state house to where the state the state representatives are meeting in a giant conference center in the the government center mm-hmm. next door. That space is what they're also using for committee testimony. And you've got all these committees that are still trying to host their whatever, do their whatever in person with masks and whatever they have socially distanced, but in person, they only have the room for two hours once a week. So they spent like an hour and 40 minutes dealing with one bill and they had 20 minutes to start to unpack this, the solid a bill. Right. So solid a spoke for of that 20 minutes. He probably spoke for 10 kind of laying out the groundwork. And then they recognized two other people, Susan Hoon from Henry County, and then a lady from Farm Bureau. Clock ran out. Sorry, guys, I got to come back next week. Soliday said, there's like 26 people that signed up that drove out. Soliday basically advised, hey, we're not going to get more time, a lot more time to talk about this. So if we're going to hear four people say the same thing, numbers don't make as much of a difference as just having a good argument. So if you got a good argument, find a spokesperson and come back next week. So this committee will meet again. They'll take it up and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, but it's the, uh, it's the Indiana utilities committee. It's the, a lot of the same people we've talked about that representative Manning is on there. There's a representative Pierce. Who's uh, I think the leading Democrat, the ranking Democrat on the, uh, on there. Uh, I'm being reminded that a number among the, uh, the folks that tried to testify, there were a number of Henry County officials. Susan Hoon is the only one that actually get, did get to speak. They, she they was were first the in line. Yeah. Well, she was second in line and the first guy in line didn't show up, wasn't there or whatever. Show up, yeah. Yielded their time. <clears throat> yeah. So well, what do you think, Jesse? Whatever, man. You don't care. No. No. You want a windmill in your backyard in Nightstown. <laughs> it just doesn't bother me, but whatever. I I get some people don't like it. It's fine. I it's I, it's the larger contextual issue of if you're gonna have a planning committee. Why do you have a planning commission if you're going to, if you're going to take away the powers? That right. I mean, I agree, I, I agree with the like getting rid of like the, the stripping the county of their rights is ridiculous. Like, obviously, I don't like that part, but and I, that's that's, a, that's, that's what Susan and this whole movement needs to focus on. They need to not. They need to talk way less about this being about wind and solar. The, yeah, the argument is you're attacking and, you're attacking yeah. the principles of counties. And right. county sovereignty, and that's the that's the side you can win the argument yeah. on. Yeah, but these people you may never, not win. You may not win based on your energy policy concerns. Yeah, I just 
they didn't talk to the talking points that they should have talked to when they ran. So, right now, now realize, <laughs> well, and, that you know, the, we the look whole at time, government very differently than a lot of other folks. Do. Right. We yeah. look at government as it's somebody with a stick and it's force. And those on that committee very well look at that, that, that the power of government as yes, it's the stick and it's force to get what I want to get done. Right. We look at it from Most the, of them, from the uh, position of we're them pretty a much fair never shake. in They power. think it's a force to do good in my eyes. Sure. That's what they think. They, they can attempt it all day long. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, guns and violence and people, you know, people bleed. Whenever, whenever your good idea is not good enough, somebody has to back it up with a gun. That's what's going to happen here as well. It's eventually it gets to, I was gonna say, you if, can't do it. There's going to be conflict. And if it goes to the state level, then all of these counties are going to lose. Like, cause again, the populations of Indiana are the cities and the city people want clean energy. Like, yep. cause that's just who they are. Even though they don't understand, like they don't understand it. They, yeah. I, I'm kind of on their side. Like I, we have people here who who've wanted to put up these things. As long as my tax money isn't going towards it, I really don't care. As a community, it's not a good look if you're constantly saying that, no that to depends. everything. Well, that, if, yes. you're, if you're saying no to solar, farms. if you're saying no to every development that comes down the yeah. line, at some point we have to say, you know what? We do need to have jobs. We can't all remote work. We have to We have to be able to build some stuff, too. Well, I, think that yeah, was I don't the understand the argument that. against solar. I, I understand the argument against windmills because of the setbacks that are required, so you can't go, oh, this spot right here in ne- next to Highway 69 is a fantastic place to build a subdivision, is a fantastic place to develop uh, shopping centers. And this is a good place to slap a movie theater in here. You can't develop those other areas, or, or this is a great place for a factory for other jobs. You can't develop that land for anything else. And, that, and it just gets wasted So because of the setbacks. Because there's a lot more land that goes into a windmill than just its footprint. Sure, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. And if you have a wind farm, then you're talking about hundreds of acres right. that are gone. Yeah, it's going up north on 65. Yeah. I, just, I, don't under, I understand that argument against the windmills for sure. I think it's the best argument against the windmills because I think like, you know. The, you're, oh, the, you're choosing not yeah. to have economic opportunity. Well, the the dead uh, birds. They make people sick. The they set, make the cows mm, grow three years. The setbacks were up for discussions uh, when they were trying to put them here though. Like um, the setbacks were like 2000 feet or something. I can't remember. There was something crazy. Um, and then like the windmills are rated at a certain setback. And then like the counties were trying to like double it or triple it or something. Correct. Yeah. The, 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 and the, they're trying the to setback that Henry County has in place now is intentionally large enough so that there is not a pinpoint in the, on the map of the County right. that you could construct these. Correct. And you can't just build one to be a wind farm well, to and be they, commercially that's viable. That's not technically true, though. Like they could go in. Well, is it based? So here's my question: Is it based on? It's a poison pill. No, there is nowhere that you can do it. They're all too close to the road. The setback is now based upon the road, and there's not a. It's a one mile grid. You okay. can't get far enough away to build one anywhere. Okay, anywhere. that's well. My question was: What is the the thing that they're basing? Is it property? You can just buy that property. No, it's the county roads. Yeah. Unless you start, you know, tearing up like roads. You could still squeeze one over there by Danny somewhere. But <laughs> there's like, there's a huge. Cade Coger would have done it by now. <laughs> anyway, it's, there's a poison pill. They've thought of it. You can't do it. Right. Okay. That's the, that's the reality of it. Whether or not you like the policy or not, that's, that's where we're sitting today. Yeah. No, I just was, I didn't know that they changed it to the roads. So. 
Yeah, that happened uh, with the new uh, with the new commissioners. But my advice to Susan is don't is don't make this about wind and solar, and make this about losing your authority as planning authority as county officials. And that was she made a very compelling case on that point. Uh, I think she had excellent testimony. Whether or not the people that are hearing it on the committee care, that's one issue. One, in, even if something passes a committee, doesn't mean it actually is going to get through the entire General Assembly. You have to get through, like we talked about a moment ago, you have to get through first reading, second reading, committee, third reading, switch sides, and get a governor's signature. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to get there. We'll see. We'll see Which is a good thing. All right. This is the one that I put in here entirely because I know Jesse is going to enjoy it. New police toys. New police toys. Yep. The Newcastle City Council has uh, talked about on Monday using the public safety low-up funds to purchase new $2,500 license plate capturing cameras. They're going to purchase four of these $2,500 cameras. Sounds like they would put them on each side of town. So coming and going in town, they can create a hot list. Yep, 38, 38 east, 38. west, three, north and south, essentially. Yeah. So the two state roads. <laughs> you would, they, they literally say in the article that they would use this to create a hot list of people that are traveling from out of town, out of state. Yeah. Does this, does well, this so seem the, fraught with issues to you, Jesse? Yeah, it just seems like a massive amount of profiling. But I mean, it's the, I guess I'm pissed because. It's Loit funds to begin with, which we've, we already went back and we've told them because they, for those who don't know, and this is probably true for every county is that they use, they go back and ask for more Loit money and they say they use it for emergency responders and shit. And then they come through and they're like, no, we're just buying fucking privacy or like privacy invasive shit to like scan you. We're buying cameras. Yeah. We're buying cameras and developing like the big brother and here you cameras go. that have an artificially inflated price because the only people that buy them are government and the companies that manufacture them know that. So they know that they can inflate the prices. So, so just think for a second, like you're, you're a litigator, Dakota. If you get it, say you come rolling in from Kosciuszko County and you're the you're an old looking car. You're going to get pulled over just because you don't belong here. You're not from here. You're the different car. So you're the one mm. we're going to bother. This they get a little spreadsheet and a little alert that says, "Hey, there's a red Buick that just came into town." Or say you're visiting a friend up in Kokomo. You live here now. You're GMC. You just rolled into Kokomo and you don't belong. So the cops are going to hassle you just because you're visiting, which they you're already do without this. Stuff. Right, but now they've got an yeah, alert. Now they it's have, a, literally a beacon that says, hey, <laughs> look for this car. This guy just came rolling into town. Why is he here? Yeah, and it's they'll put them on state roads, which I wonder if the state could be like, yeah, you can't do that. But um, they're in on the game, too. Well, yeah, I know. But um, I'm, I'm, what I guess is the state police department going to get this data? I, are they going to be like, hey, look, if you let them put us on the roads, we'll give you the data. Like, I don't know. Like it's definitely uh it's gross and I am not surprised that our Lloyd money that these fucking politicians cried over to say that they needed to pay all their people and the paramedics are being used to buy this shit. And now look, if you're if you're a police officer, of course you want the toys. Of course you want you want all the data, all you of want, everything yeah, you can you have. You want your job to be easy. You want you want police re- you want to be able to scan you cars sit and, and fat ass and, and eat figure a it out. fucking donut 
and get an alert so you can get it your fast in the car and pull somebody over who's not from here. And Chief, they're probably going to be black. Schofield said the stationary police uh, plate reader would be the way to go. They're up 24 hours a day, unlimited monitoring. They can read 45 license pla- 45,000 license plates a day. Help us identify stolen vehicles. That doesn't su- even make sense. Murder suspects, because murder suspects roll through town every day. Uh, <laughs> silver and amber alerts and more. Also, yeah, like uh, murder suspects. I guess, yeah, like they're like, they know they drive a certain type of vehicle. <laughs> we can move them if there are pockets of crime in any particular area. I, I don't know what these We're look finding like, but- tons of Indianapolis cars over here. The Which cameras is- are solar powered. Nope. And we can, create our, down. We, can create, <laughs> we can create our own hot list. It's a proactive way of policing. I don't, I just, I don't understand. So I was reading this earlier and it says it can scan up to 45,000. I'm like, is that a software limit? Like that when is like, is it like a GPS response or not GPS? Sorry. A cell, cellular like transmitter in there. And like, we're paying this company to house the data. I'm guessing that the, it's unlimited, pay? but they're saying that they're going to have 45,000 vehicles a day. I'm guessing it's based upon the traffic counts of the roads is what they're, what they're yeah. guessing. They're going to go. Oh, okay. I was going to say, from they're, they're, these are the high, these are the high, high traffic areas. And this is the traffic count we expect <clears throat> because in dot well, knows how many double. people are running on each of these roads. And it's, most people that are coming in those roads are leaving. So you're going to get very, the same license. They're very well. Well, yeah. And now we know exactly when you came into town, when you left Mr. Riddle. Well, no, they so don't. So what did you do I with that? Two hours in those two roads, but I, Purposely well, don't come those ways, but <laughs> I ate at Los Amigos. I purposely Does don't it take, take two hours to eat at Los Amigos. <laughs> yeah. I purposely don't take ice a lot of the times. You this, had an extra hour to steal the ducks out of Memorial Park, Riddle. Yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah, it's just like, again, it's just annoying because we sat at that Lloyd meeting to, and just heard them crying. And then, like, they turn around and this is, and we said, no, you're not. You're going to end up buying a bunch of like police gear or like we said, uh, not obviously it's police gear, but, um, what is it? Militarization gear. Uh, and arguably this is just as bad. It's a spy spyware like or spy gear for them. And if you're doing nothing wrong, you have nothing to be worried about. Yeah. Jesse. Whatever. <laughs> I just, yes, of course the police want the tools. No, we shouldn't do this. This is a terrible, terrible plan. Yes. You right? should go like, do, go be a police officer. Go sign up to do your job. Do it the right way. Don't, spy on everyone just so that you can get in the the one murder suspect you'll get every day. Jesse Riddle wants all of his police officers to be like Barney Fife and only have one bullet. Look, yes, in <laughs> theory, right. if, if some Yahoo's coming through and you know you're looking for a certain license plate number, yes, could probably work out. But you can't have a you can't be running a search on every person constantly observing everything they but do. But it's silly to have get in a city a of 25,000 people. And, that, and so that's the other thing is you could develop this thing and I'm not saying that they should, um, because the reason is they will, you know, this is opportunity for well, abuse. No, it's just absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Right. You could build this to where you inject a plate, which they kind of do. Um, there's a TV show that was on CBS called, uh, hunted? murder. She wrote no hunted. I think is murder. What it's called. She wrote. So anyway, and hunted, they kind of go through and like, they simulate people on the run and the, they've got like people from the FBI and all kinds of like private investigators and all these people. And they got them in a, like a situational room and they have like so many days. These people are like, if you can evade us for X amount of time, you win X amount of money. But these people have like the, obviously these people have written their like lives away. And so they, these people are essentially hacking these people. Right. And so you could put, they're saying, the, the let's play. play this game. Yeah. So 
one thing that was very eye opening to me that I didn't really truly understand was that, you know, these, these cameras they're putting on the interstate, they can scan license plates. Uh, and so they would enable these and they would put in the license plates. That they know of these people. And as soon as they get a hit, they would get you know in their vehicles at. and drive and get them. So what I'm saying is if they were looking for someone, the most least invasive way, if you're going to do this, is like it's only looking for certain plates and everything else gets sent to what? You're the most call- compromising anarchist ever. No, no, no. I'm just saying, as a You're the worst anarchist ever. As well, an you have heard of me. Yeah. As an engineer, <laughs> like if you're like, yes, we have to push forward, I'm like, well, don't scan everything and send it to the database. Just scan, look for the ones you're looking for, right. and then send the alert. Everything else gets sent to what we call DevNull, which is essentially fucking nowhere. The graveyard. Yeah, it's just it, it it goes in memory and just vanishes. Just gone. So like Yeah, but then we'll be like, well, we had the scanner and John came through town and we have no idea because we weren't saving that. Yeah. So then the next administration, once these tools are in place, the next That's administration is gonna say, No, we're gonna keep it all. Right. Because we need to. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely. Group one buys the tools, group two ruins them. Yep. Right. That's that's what's gonna happen. Yep. It's the exact same conversation about the force of government. You, you say, well, my guys aren't going to do anything wrong. So we want to give the state the power to make decisions over, over local ordinances. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about Biden and Musk today. Apparently he didn't, didn't make the show notes. I didn't get a chance to read the article. <laughs> it, didn't, it doesn't stop you from throwing in three fake articles that were last year. <laughs> <laughs> One fake article. We could toss that in for final thoughts. That's the end of the New, Newcastle City thing. We'll run it over to Jesse. and I, I had sent an article up. I offered it up to the to the to the, the grand poobah of show notes and uh, it didn't make it, but uh, Joe Biden and uh, Elon Musk are fighting. Jesse, did you read the article? I read the article. Well, cause I wanted to see like how much I, I don't like clickbaity titles and I had a very clickbaity title title and it's the Washington times. Set it so, up. What happened? So I think really what's going on. Well, so uh, SpaceX just launched a rocket the other day, right? It blew and, up and it blew up last month. Well, and we had an, yeah. So, the article was written to kind of say that Biden is, well, Biden is essentially like trying to squash everything and he's not allowed to have like any flights going off or something. I don't know. He's, he's shrinking the ability of the private sector to, to be in space. Yeah. So, so he, Trump and, got very, very chummy with SpaceX. Yep. And, and I, and I gave think, them a lot of autonomy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, Trump gave him a lot of autonomy. And I think Biden's like, it's literally just like a, well, they did that. So, and it's, even though he may be on board, it's like, yeah, since not Trump did it, I don't, I just not our policy. We can't be, let's too, we can't like anything Trump did. And like, it's literally just to spite Trump and the, you know, the right. And I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I was like, we need, look, we've cut costs by like 50 or 60%. The private sector is in handling years. Space. Yeah. In years. And now we're saying, well, we're going to use the force of the FAA to say, you can't fly that here. Yeah, so I think, so like we're going to move it to Mexico. I heard, and I, I have not fact checked this, but I believe he did not have clearance to fly it that day <laughs> and it blew up. So Oops. I, yeah, but guess what? No one got freaking hurt and it's fine. <laughs> like they put these things and, in places uh, on re- for guess reasons. What? He's also the richest man in the world. Yeah. I'll pay your $20. Well, so, fine, so that's Joe. the other, so that's the other thing, right? So he said, when we get to Mars, they're not going to have U.S.-based laws or not Earth-based laws. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. and that is like a stickler because he, he's saying this stuff, but he's intertwined with government. Like that's the argument they're making. I'm like, well, of course he's intertwined with government because they control the airspace. He doesn't get to control that. 
like you guys don't like you can't say like well he's rubbing arms with the government so they he has to do what they want no they also they hire him for shipments to yeah. the international space Station. well that's what they're saying he's a contractor right? yeah now. but yes they do hire spacex him. is a contractor but he has to rub shoulders with them either way because they have guns pointed at everybody who's trying to launch anything into the air and they're going to so he has to be friendly with them. And he probably part of him doing that is so that he gets clearance. And so what I would love is be like, Oh, all right, well, you're not going to get any of my business. And I would go and eh, China will. Yeah. I'd be like, (laughs) call up Jeff Bezos and see how blue origins doing. Yeah. Well, I'm so so he stepped down and I'm wondering if Amazon from Amazon, a CEO, he, well, he's put his, He's not. He's still he's the executive president. Be, he's going to be on the board. He's not. Yeah, he's the, going to be the president the of the day guy. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm just saying he hasn't technically stepped down just yet. It's like in a month or so, I think. Like, maybe not. Maybe it is just. I don't right. know. I don't. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I'm curious if that is so he can work on Blue Origin. That's what more. he said. Oh, did he? I yeah. I haven't read anything. He about said that it. he was going to focus all most of his energy on Blue Origin and the Washington Post or whatever. Right. Well, because he's look what happened. He's pissed that we lost, and now he's sitting under Biden. So he needs to make sure he has a propaganda machine to make sure that he wins next time. So hmm, that's Bezos, more true. Bezos, yeah. And I mean, well, so so Bezos has so that. We, we going Bezos for president twenty twenty four? I'm not, but Bezos has a paper. Mark Benioff has a paper. He has the, the Time Magazine, and like all these guys are buying these propaganda machines, which sounds like conspiracy theory, <laughs> but it isn't because they literally know this shit. Why do we still call them papers, Jesse? They're websites. No, well, Times, the Times Magazine is a legit still magazine. Sure, but like they're only known for the covers. If they went digital, that thing wouldn't sell anything. It's true. All Just right. like when Playboy took out the Naked Ladies. Yeah, and everyone then, was like, "What?" So, yeah. when was the last time you held a newspaper in your hand, Jesse? I <laughs> I bought an LA Times newspaper when we stopped at the airport in LA. I don't know. It's been a long because time. it was so big. It's yeah, just it's like a, two inches massive. thick. I don't, I don't like them. That's like too your hand, like I don't like how they make my hands feel like <laughs> it's very weird. No, no, no. I'm saying like the, the, it, the like your moisture just gets sucked out of your hands and then you have ink all over them. Oh, wait. I held a newspaper Tuesday. I got my, uh, free edition of the epoch times. Epoch or epic. I don't know how to pronounce it. E P O C H. Yeah. Epic. Dakota really? mispronounces so many names. It I is do. it is a running joke but, well, on the show. But Epoch is how they pronounce the time standard that's used on Unix systems. But it's usually Epic. E P O C H. <laughs> I just know that the, like every quarter they send me a a free newspaper. What is it about? It's a a right wing newspaper. Right. It's for boomers. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds <is>. like it. <laughs> Obviously, it's printed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it printed on. And I can't. Real I, so the best part about those like low, those low marketed or the the advertisements. Are there advertisements? I don't ever read it. it oh, goes look, straight into so the trash can. You should open it and look. That's what I love are the advertisements. It's just penis pills. It's just, it's just the wackest pills. whatever they can do to get a dollar to help fund their newspaper. And it'll be like Joe Bob's like country store, and he'll be like, "Come on down." They have like all these like ridiculous things. It's so good. Um the there's another one. I can't believe you don't clip coupons, Jesse. Honestly, I am truly shocked. You don't That's spend a your waste of time clipping coupons. <laughs> you, you, you took cans. You drove from Night Sound to Newcastle for four hours in, cans. in aluminum cans. I literally lectured Dakota and I for not saving the cans in the studio. I, well, they're first worth off, like two I, cents. Hey, hey guys, 
these are a penny a piece. Can you just keep them in a bucket over there? And then I'll come back in a couple of weeks and I'll make 40 cents. Thanks. Well, I would just add them to my, I would, I would, I would build my bags as you would call it in crypto. Right. I would build but my God bags of aluminum. You save a, a coupon for Kraft Mac and cheese. I don't eat Kraft Mac and cheese. I just buy Mac. I buy regular noodles and then I make cheese. Are you a Kroger plus member? No. No, I don't. Kristen Kronk says Dakota's always pronounced my name, right? Just saying. Yeah, you're the one that always gets wrong. The only reason I know that is because my best friend in high school, I had a girlfriend. He was dating this girl named Kirsten. Kirsten. And I know that it, and it was like a big pet peeve of hers when people said Kristen or Kirsten or whatever. I'm pushing. It's the 40. only reason I know it. I'm pushing 40. And in my defense, the size of the text that's so way the hell down there. Maybe you should get better glasses. I just got Dr. Horn. He upped me. He increased me again. Do you have glasses? Contacts. Oh, yeah. Worn them for years. You're weeks. Both are weak. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota just wears his glasses because he thinks they look cool. Only he one eye of mine is weak. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's my right eye. My right eye. My right eye. <laughs> it's my shooting eye. It is my shooting eye. I'm right eye dominant. But yeah, and anyway. It's the one that's crap. I'm getting just slayed in the chat room now for who would say Kirsten wrong. It could be Christy. It could be Kristen. It could be Kirsty. There's a thousand different ways to Kirstie. say Kirsty. I know a case. Did you just say Kirsty? Kirsty. Kirsty <laughs> Lee. Crusty and crispy. All right. Anything else on your final thoughts over there, Mr. Well, that, my final Mr. thoughts Riddle. have nothing to do with Elon, but uh, I, I pitched it up for you. I know. But uh, no, no final thoughts. Just uh, get into crypto. <laughs> get into crypto. That's all I'm going to say. That's not my every final time, thoughts. Every single time. I don't have, I don't have any final thoughts. <laughs> don't you put final thoughts in my final thoughts. I'll do this by myself. I don't have any. Who's next? I pass my time. <laughs> Jackass. I love it. It's very Seinfeld-ish. <laughs> but that, I want to get into this. Did you not used to make fun of me for Seinfeld and say Seinfeld's stupid? Did, I... You said no, that, that was me that used to. Do I, that Jesse too. did it before. No, so there. Oh. I mean, there is a time in my life where I said Seinfeld was not funny, right? And I said that and most of it, and I've, I'm, my, my friend Mark's this way too, but um, it's the damn slap bass, like the funk bass, like that is so annoying, and it's like hard to get oh, over the soundtrack. That. Yeah, <laughs> plus there's like laugh tracks, but um, I never sat. The comedy down. is great. The comedies, yeah, it's, I, it's the funniest show ever made. I said that the mm, I've rewatched it. Like I'm like on my time out second time, time out. going through. It. I don't. Dakota acts like Seinfeld is shit, but he loves Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the same thing. It is not the same. Actually, I would say Curb is all. worse, but yeah, it's the same. It's, it's, it's Larry David. Curb it's Larry is David though. Curb is way more dry comedy. But if you if you view Seinfeld through the lens of it being the first like comedy sitcom like that. Then it's really good. I don't think first, but there's so many. But there because are, Cheers made didn't exist. Eh. See, I think people. I like to, Cheers actually. People Cheers is to, actually a pretty good show. So speaking of Cheers, everybody likes. Drinking. Everyone like likes. It's like Seinfeld or Frasier, and I'm like these two th- shows are not the same. You could, they're not the same type of comedy, right? Like at all. Like Frasier is. I don't like it because it's it's cerebral. It's cerebral, and they try way too hard to make it funny. Like it's just like over the top, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. See, like, I feel that way about Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I think that George is super annoying. George he, is, but he's real. Like there are real people who are like that, and like it's so. I real don't want to be around those. People. It's Larry David. <laughs> George is Larry David. Yeah, I think they did model it after him. Yeah, and, and <laughs> but Larry David being himself in the show is what makes it so funny. The I will say though, Seinfeld does jump the shark. 
probably around season six. When whenever George starts working for the New York Mets or New York Yankees, Yankees, that's all. When are you Yankee bastards coming to Houston? That is the best ever. No. I I didn't know that there were ever Seinfeld episodes where George didn't work for the George yeah. worked for all George kinds of companies. So here's the thing: George almost never works. That was like his first main stable job. Like he, he was not working. Maybe I should give it more of a Jason, chance. Jason Alexander literally figured out like in season two, he's like, holy shit. I'm playing the writer. I've been playing him wrong the whole time. Right. He is. That, that's who I'm supposed to be playing. I'm supposed to be playing Larry David. Once he figured that out, he was boom. He was spot on. He was great. Yeah. And I would say the first two or three episodes are rough of season one. Yeah. Yeah. The um, first season is not good. They it, they took a little well, while to find there, especially the pilot. The pilot, the pilot is, is trash. The pilot is really bad. I've Pilot's never tried trash. to watch it like that. I, I just would catch it in high school. Yeah, so that's like my thing. On late night TV, and I'd be like, approach it as annoying. an adult, and I think that it's completely different. It's, that is the problem. Is like I was coming at it as a young person, and I'm like, this it's not even relatable because I don't live. I wasn't an adult yet. So, so, I always felt like Kramer was super like annoying because he was just over the top and trying too hard. I'm like Kramer. He is. He is Kramer. It's the driving to Michigan for goddamn cans. <laughs> or that having, is what or Jesse have, is. Or having a thousand stupid business ideas. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's a coffee table book about coffee tables. Yeah. Right. And which he did well with. And I would expect so. <laughs> so, but I, my point is, is when, when I'm going to try to roll all this together, when GameStop was going to $400, that, that was the gif I shared was Costanza driving his in-laws out to the end of the Hamptons. Like you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts guys. Just keep <laughs> shoveling money into this thing. And we're going to, nobody's going to call our bluff. That's what it was. Yeah. I still hold one share of GameStop. It's worth $80. You, oh, you own a whole share. Mm-hmm. Did it, did you lose money? No, because I cash. I, you didn't hold the line. I bought a couple shares yeah. and whenever it really shot up, I was like, well, I'll sell one. Cause, and then, because I sold it at how such many, a high price. Have they talked about how many people have lost money? Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it goes back down to $3 at this point. I've still made money. <laughs> no, I know. I was just curious if, because uh, it's the same thing with crypto. That's why I think I said two shows ago or three shows ago is everybody's getting in this thing. It's going to it's gonna go up. And it's gonna go everybody's down. going to buy because everybody's like, hold the wood. Right. And like everybody's like, oh, they're going to hold. They're going to hold. And then like people get in, they're like, fuck you. It's very predictable. Yeah. It's pump and dump. That's what it is. And the fa- and I, I said, why are we pump and dumping GameStop? That is the worst company to pump. Doge is 52.50 right now. 0.525. I know. I about bought more. Are you, are you going to get to six? I about bought $600 worth before I came on here. Let's Hold do it. on a second. Yeah. Never mind. You guys just keep going. What? <laughs> Nothing. What were you going to say? Nothing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm going to just say one more time. I'm going to hold my GameStop stock for forever until forever. I retire. That's a well, lie. they're going to they're going to go bankrupt. Somebody's <laughs> going to buy them. Are. GameStop's <laughs> lost thirty dollars today. It was eighty this morning. It is now forty nine dollars. I, I don't care. When Screw GameStop them, I gets still back, made money. <laughs> when GameStop gets back down to about uh, five bucks, I'll buy. I'll be like, hey guys, you I got twenty. Cut GameStop. your losses, sell that, and buy Doge, and then make your money back. I dig it. So what's you funny about all right this? Now. Is that I got into Reddit and like for a minute there, I got super into investing and I perused Wall Street bets all the time because they have a daily thread. Yep. It's like, what money moves are you making today? And people would before all of this. <laughs> now it's just spammed. Now it's just trash. What's AMC. people going? Well, how do I sign up for an account? There's like 4 million more members. That's oh, the place you should have been spamming your, uh, your, 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 your link to uh, Robinhood. What's, what's yeah. really fu- keep going. Sorry. I'm going to say something. He, uh, so anyway, I, I would always be on wall street bets and I saw 
In December. It's going to be the longest final thoughts ever. We're still on Jesse. This is, this is my final thoughts. <laughs> Jesse already. I have done. more. <laughs> this is my final thoughts. It's a thoughts. continuation though. Uh, so I would, I saw in like December. We're buying up GameStop, whatever. And I was like, eh, this is dumb. Because yeah. it, it, it had gone up a little bit. It really had. I was like, this is stupid. It's going to fizzle out. And then I bought in uh, a couple weeks ago. Literally the week before it, like people started freaking out and I thought I wanted it pretty good, but now it's like a principal thing. Yeah. It's like, I, I have to hold it. I'm never going to give it up. That's fine. I I own a lot of hemp ink company, 20 some thousand shares. I've lost 560 some dollars, on (laughs) but you're going to keep it forever. I'll have this. It's why you should have this. It's worth $50. I did lose money on AMC. I thought. AMC's gonna be the next one. I bought it before Robinhood took it off. Right, and you bought it at the peak. No, 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 no. Before that, I could have made money if I didn't think ah, it's gonna keep going. It's gonna be the next GameStop. I was like, this is gonna be the next GameStop. <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy that's got 30 shares and it's gonna skyrocket up to 400 dollars a share, just like GameStop. It never did, and my sell limit was reached. I lost like 80 dollars. Before, whenever it sold. Yeah. And it's never recovered. But anyway, Wall Street Bets is now horrible. And all you people that got in on Reddit because of GameStop, freaking stop. It's awful. <laughs> I hate seeing the constant posts over and over again saying that, uh, are we still, there's people on there that are like, are we still holding GameStop? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, it's, it's the same because uh, you guys have never been in crypto. You've never been explain or exploring this like, wet behind the ears investor mentality where they're, everyone's like, how do I get it? I want to get in. And you're like, it's too late. It's too yeah. late. Yeah. And, and so my point I wanted to kind of jump back to is like, I've been wanting to build. It's kind of ironic because this is kind of what the NASDAQ, I think, or the New York stock exchange is when yeah. you start like, um, uh, freezing. I forget what they call it, but, um, when they stop trading, halt trading, right. um, if social media is like a lit, I was like, I've been wanting to build this tool forever for like Reddit and stuff to, and Facebook uh, crypto groups to be like, what coins are getting referenced the most and be like, as I see them start trending and be like, and buy that money in. Cause like, as soon as I start seeing it, like ramping up, I'm like, all right, a bunch of dumbasses are going to be buying into this <laughs> and I'm going to set. So like typically what, I, like what I'm going to start doing now uh, for the mics, like stuff like is a little bit more risky. Uh, I'm going to set my limit. Um, and I have some things where like, if it gets to a certain value, um, like Cardano, for example, is one I'm really like bullish on. Like I've said, I'm going to get it. Like, uh, there's an opportunity. I got in at like nine cents or 10 cents, whatever. If it can get to a dollar, I will sell what I've put in and then I will hold what play with house money the rest of the time. And then I don't care. Right. And then I can be and do really dumb ideas, (laughs) which is what I did the last time I bought. I've not, I've never lost money in crypto. Like over like the long run, um, I just play with house money. Like I get up to a certain amount and I take my house money out. So, or not house money. I just play with house money. All right. right. I've got some thank yous. Saturday, Patreon member, Jared Bertram came over, did some electrical work for me. It was awesome. Saturday afternoon, we had a horrendous snowstorm and rainstorm. Froze up my uh, outside. I have a heat bump, an air air source heat pump. Uh, created a giant icicle in my uh, outside heat pump 
uh, compressor condenser, the big fan outside to the point where the fan stopped working. So I, uh, I thawed it out, hooked up a hot water hose, a water hose to the hot water uh, and melted it all, pulled the power plug so I didn't kill myself. Uh, and then it would not come back on. So your heat pump, my heat pump, outdoor condenser. So on Monday, Bob Justice, Bob Justice Heating and Air came out, hooked me back up, got me fixed, got it all going. Awesome guy. Uh, but as I was trying to diagnose it and fix it myself on Sunday, I slipped on the ice, climbing over the dog fence to make sure that my dog doesn't piss on the air, air conditioner compressor because dog pee will melt the, just completely destroy your air conditioner. Weird. Uh, so I, I it will. It, it <laughs> all, will. Any urine or just dog urine? Uh, I mean, Usually Can I dog. pee on your heat compressor, Jer- or <laughs> You know, I've honestly not spent a lot of time worrying that you would, but male dogs usually do like to piss on that. Sure. Kind of no, thing. I'm just curious. Right. I guess vagrants on the street, friends could come by and just be pissing back there. And I don't know. But I built a, I put a little fence up so that it wasn't a problem. Because that thing sits in my backyard where the dog runs free. Right. He lives back there. So I, I'm keeping where he needs to be. So it was snowy, icy, whatever. I slipped and I hurt myself. So I hurt my neck. So all week I've been fighting this. My poor wife has been dealing with me and my neck. That's been awful. So I visited our friends over at uh, young family chiropractic cracked me perfectly. Good to go. All set. Awesome. So shout out to those guys. They are excellent. Fix your neck. Need a chiropractor. Go see him. Yeah. Dr. Young Memorial drive South, South side of Newcastle. Also real quick in my final thoughts. Uh, I know we've been following the story on the Henry County commissioners and their open door law violation concern. Uh, Chris Bilbrey, we've talked about a number of times tonight. He filed his uh, his complaint. The public access counselor, so the attorney for the state, said, yes, you're right, Bilbrey. Uh, Indi- Henry County screwed up. Indiana's on, on your side. They, uh, they violated the open door, door rules. So whether or not there's some litigation, I don't know. If you want to see the actual story, I know Bilbrey shared it. I shared his post. You can go read it over there. Um, full four-page story. Uh, summary from the attorney at the state explaining it. And then there's Ed Tarantino's letter that he sent in response. Uh, Tarantino essentially tried to say that it was a caucus since they were all Republicans. They could talk amongst themselves about political decisions and that that was the view that they took. The state attorney said, no, we don't believe that you, you violated the open door rules, firing Joel Harvey, hiring Martin Shields. You need to do that in a public meeting. You're wrong. My contention is that the only reason we have any of this is because of the pandemic. They had to meet on Zoom, so we actually had a written and audio of actual record of what was done. It wasn't hearsay. It wasn't just in a meeting or it wasn't them on the phone. Right. You had admission by Ed Tarantino in a Zoom meeting in one of their work sessions as to, hey, we did this, and that's the reason it happened. Yeah, he I should think- probably consult his attorney next time he talks. I think that what we need to push for as citizens of the community is that anytime there's a public meeting, we need to have them use the live stream software. They've paid for it. The equipment's there and they've not made it a priority. It has yeah. taken months and the courthouse doesn't have it. They've and had it. And they blamed, keeps saying, they blamed nine star. They blamed everybody. Nobody's taken responsibility for it. Now you have a legitimate open door violation concern. And here's the deal. Right now they're doing, they're doing live streams and they're not even doing live streams appropriately. They're using the courthouse and then they're putting it on Zoom. So now nobody can hear a damn thing because it's all with the crappy audio quality of a Zoom, a Zoom mic in the room with the worst acoustics on earth. Right. And they're streaming it and nobody can hear jack shit. Here's the deal. 
Ed Tarantino keeps blaming all this on Nine Star. Meanwhile, in the middle of all this, the Newcastle City Council has a meeting in the old courthouse so that they they could be properly socially distanced, and they live-streamed it with the equipment that they used to live-stream the city council meetings. He literally just moved their camera over (laughs) and got a live-stream going. I I just don't understand what's so hard about it. They They need to make it a priority. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal. Every public meeting in that room needs to have it, whether it's a county council meeting, whether it's the uh, the planning commission, if it's a county commissioner's meeting, or if it is the soil and water, whatever board it is that's meeting in there, board of zoning appeals, they all use that space. They need to turn the cameras on. They need to put them out on YouTube, and they need to be available. Especially you can look these at, meetings that are, that are done in the middle of the day. Right. You can go back and look at any one of these committee testimonies that are done at the Indiana State House. Beautiful, high-quality, well-done video. Damn it, we paid for the equipment. Let's go. It's time. They've talked about it for four years that this is going to happen. I say we've been working on this for yeah. internally. And, they, and they, oh. now it's not a priority. Not a priority. Dakota, you can press the button. We can, uh, we can talk, uh, talk about it offline. This, is, uh, this has been a fun episode. We'll be back next Thursday. We'll see, uh, we'll see you all then. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.